You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Welcome into yet another edition of the WLWT News 5. Today's Daily Dose, and you can see we have kind of a full desk, still different people. Stephen Albritton uh, with us again, Fletcher Keel, digital editor, and Megan Mitchell joining us for the first time hey this week. Hey guys, so which, happy to be here. Yeah, I know, Stephen's excited about that. That means you didn't have to do two and a half hours of news by yourself this morning. I did not. I got to sit next to Megan for uh, all morning long, and we had a great time. Lots yes. of smiles, lots of laughs. Woo-woo, <laughs> we had a great yeah, time. A uh, bit of a lighter day um, news-wise, it felt like, especially after the last couple days, mm. still some serious stories, um, one of which uh, is a, uh, a about as positive as a story like this can get. The second inmate that uh, escaped from River City Correctional uh, Center has been taken back into custody, so uh, no longer uh, no longer out there, back in custody. Yeah, Sean Black, uh, <laughs> he was found at a different hotel, mm -hmm. and also a woman was uh, arrested for you know, helping him and uh, Thomas Cromwell uh, break out of the River City Correctional Center. So it's good that uh, those, uh, all three of them are off the streets. Well, I guess Thomas Cromwell, he was actually killed by police in the yes. Mason Hotel, but um, they're no longer a threat. Absolutely, and I think that that was one of the biggest things is that we have this video of, you could see actually that, that suspect in this hotel, mm -hmm. you know, a woman had picked him and, and the other guy up and you know, rented this room out for them. So, uh, you know, fortunately, the public is safe from, from these two offenders. Yes, so uh, both, or not both back in custody, of course, uh, Cromwell was killed in that SWAT standoff from a couple days ago, uh, but Sean Black back in custody. Um, so that is an end to that story uh, for now. A story we are still watching for, and we will get an update at 2 p.m. today that we are going to, I believe we have plans to show it on our air on mm -hmm. WWT, yep. but at the very least, we'll have it on our website and our Facebook page. Um, a press conference today at 2 regarding uh, the officer who was shot uh, in... I don't know if road rage is the technical term, but that's what it seemed like someone was uh, ramming a car, uh, an SUV, and then that person was shot and this officer shot in the head. Um, critical but stable condition is the latest update we'll got. We'll get more information today at two. You know, I think that they're classifying this as a domestic violence mm -hmm. case because, you know, it was between, you know, husband and wife where the husband kept ramming his ATV into the wife's vehicle. And I think one of the things that was really nice about this story, once again, Fletcher, as you said, almost as good as a story like this can be, was that we did learn that that officer who was shot in the face uh, is breathing mm -hmm. on his own, is responsive. Um, because once you hear officer in critical, critical condition and especially shot in the head, I mean, a lot of the times that doesn't work out that way. Yeah, yeah. Officer uh, Eric Nee, a 14-year uh, veteran of the police force, responding there, um, you know, try to help, um, you know, help this uh, woman who called police. Yeah. And, um, you know, thankfully he was there with a partner who was uh, able to call for backup, calling officer down. We heard the audio, which was just, you know, it, it kind of crushed her soul a little bit because you know. could hear kind of screams in the background mm -hmm. of what, what was going on in the commotion. Um, but thankfully, you know, <laughs> by some miracle, um, this bullet did not um, you know, take him out, and um, hopefully he's got a long road to recovery, but you know, all signs are looking pretty good right now, and uh, we're all looking forward to the update to kind of learn more about what happened, because mm -hmm. there's that hour-long gap between yeah, police being called that? and the shots being fired. I think we're all trying to you know, put those pieces together to see what, what happened. And that video could help Absolutely. In, in piecing yes, that together right. as well. Yes, that's right. We're going we'll to get the body cam, or it's either body cam or dash, dash cam, cam dash footage cam. Um, as part of that press conference. And Megan, you were actually part of our team coverage yesterday morning about this. So yeah. what is it like to be, for people watching who may not understand, what's it like to be part of 
uh, that story from your perspective of being there and trying to get as much information as possible? You know, I think it's always um, a tough situation when an officer has been shot in the community, especially for this department, right? Because when we talk to the chief, I mean, he's telling us, like, this is a tough few years for this department. Back in 2019, I mean, they had this, like, seven-month stretch where they had one of the officers who, who had died from a drunk driving incident, another officer who had died from, um, you know, in his backyard. And so I think I, I was just so thankful when I got that update from the chief yesterday that said that this officer was responsive. Um, but there are people who are bringing the, the department some no, food. Lots of snacks. I saw lots of snacks. Up. Yeah. yeah, so that's always nice to hear. Uh, so uh, from a micro story with the police department and community to a macro story, inflation numbers came out yesterday across the country, 9.1%, the highest that we've seen since the 80s. Uh, however, juxtapose that, at least in my area of town, I've noticed that uh, gas is going down ever so incrementally. Yeah. It's creeping down, <laughs> creeping down. And I think everybody enjoys waking up and driving past their favorite gas station and seeing it a few cents lower, mm -hmm. a few cents lower. And we hope that trend continues because you know, even we're still at like $1.50 from where we were just a year ago. Right. Where it was, yeah. I think it was two ninety eight. I know around Cincinnati, and I think we're at like four sixty-seven, mm -hmm. four seventy around mm -hmm. right now. But I mean, you know, gas is one thing, but you know, your price of groceries it's on up like 10, 15 percent. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're trying to travel, that's up too, and it's just it feels like there's no end in sight. I know, and I think it's just confirming what we've all have, what we've been feeling. You know, looking at our bank accounts, we're like, oh no, like. Why does this seem so low? Because every single thing that you're paying for, right. just a little bit higher. I think the Biden administration, especially as you mentioned, Fletcher, is really hoping that the gas decline is taken into consideration a little bit more because it wasn't necessarily taken into account when looking at these current June numbers for inflation. Right. Uh, and of course, the Fed is uh, kind of scrambling to see what they can do to try and make sure that these prices either <coughs> stay steady or I don't even know if they can go back down. Yeah, because they're set to raise interest rates uh, three-quarter percent in two like, weeks. And they just yep. raised them they just raised recently, them recently. a couple weeks ago. Exactly. And then another rate hike is expected, I think, about a month from now, which mm. could be up to a full uh, percent point. point. Yep. So that's so, credit cards, that's mortgages, that's loans, all be more expensive. Right. As Stephen was saying, groceries up 12, more than 12%, cost of gas, as we are talking about, up 60%. Uh, the national average sitting at 463. Um, but you were talking about driving by your favorite gas station. There's one where I turn at a light to get to my house right there. I check to see if it drops just a little bit every day. And in the 15 minutes it took me to go get a get a treat from Chick-fil-A and get back to my house, it dropped 10 cents. So always hoping for it. Yeah. yeah. The it was, question is, it was did wild. you fill up before that 10 cents? I, did, I actually <laughs> did fill up before that 10 cents. <laughs> just that, uh, just that I'm good. sorry, But pleasure. I got uh, used Kroger points, which uh, was technically more expensive, but with the points was a little cheaper. So it would have been nice to have that little bit of thing, but that, that's okay. It's just one yeah. of those things that it, happens. Exactly. You're <laughs> there, you're went from four, by the minute these days. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. It went from 469 to 459 in wow. a span of 15 or 20 minutes. It's pretty incredible. That's crazy yeah. how it goes. Uh, uh, so a good story, uh, finally some actual good story, not just trying to find the good in the story. That's Miana a great Massey, point. Yeah, Miana Massey uh, talking about an outdoor expo for kids this weekend, and uh, she seemed pretty excited about it in our morning show. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, out out uh, Winton, uh, Winton Woods, Woods. You know, one of the great parks here in Cincinnati. Whole bunch of kids are going to go out and get their Thousands. outdoors experience, and I'm sure many of them might be their first outdoor experience yes. with hiking, kayaking, things like that. And that's what's really nice is that I think, especially this time of year, you're looking for something to kind of get the kids out. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, with that forecast, it's looking like it's going to be a nice couple days, so it's not going to be, uh, you know, too humid. Mm -hmm. The temperatures will still be hot. 
but sunscreen um, and water, especially <laughs> Winton Woods. I mean, there's a lake out there. You can go do uh, some fishing activities and things like that. So it's always really nice to see that there's all different kids from all different backgrounds that are going to be able to go experience the outdoors. And, you know, I think there's something healing about that as well. Which Ab is nice. Absolutely. And it could be their first time, you know, getting into a kayak, learning how to row a kayak or hiking through the woods, learning about different plants and leaves and just kind of what is all, you know, outside of the walls of your bedroom or your living room and things like that. So yeah. lifelong memory is going to be. And especially, after, Roblox. And especially <laughs> after the last couple of years, this is the first time that this camp is coming back after a three year hiatus due to COVID. This will be the 15th year, so it'll really be good uh, for those kids to get out. And you talk about the heat. It's the dry heat that is bearable without that humidity. So wow. it should be better uh, than normal. Randy Rico is going to tell us exactly how good it's going to feel this weekend for those kids and for you for your weekend here in our forecast. All right, so this morning it still feels a little sticky outside, but that humidity will drop off through the afternoon. Very comfortable air for this afternoon and through the day on Friday. By the weekend, though, yeah, normal July weather is back. It'll be steamy with the potential for some uh, showers and thunderstorms. But the planner for today right now, 68 degrees through the afternoon will be into the mid 80s. And then you can see scattered rain on Saturday, more widespread on Sunday. Thank you, Randy. Looking good until Sunday, so we'll take what we can get of a good weekend there. Uh, Weather-wise, just a couple uh, quick stories before we get out of here. Um, talking about the second primary again, but this is actual, uh, I don't know if it's good or not, but it's actual tangible news, not just, oh, we don't know when it's going to be, oh, it's going to be on this state. We were a little bit worried about voter turnout. Uh, Frank LaRose saying that the state has had over 44,000 absentee ballot requests, and uh, as of this morning, more than 6,200 ballots have already been cast. So wow. those numbers looking pretty good, uh, maybe better than what we were expecting for uh, not only a primary that we didn't know when was going to happen, but a second primary yeah. in an off presidential election year. I yeah. think I think it's one of those things where, you know, I know us here at WLWT, we talked about it so much on our air because it was an important story because, you know, we the ballots weren't ready. The districting maps weren't ready oh, yeah. that maybe that word of mouth spread so much about how poor things were going that people are all remembering that we do have to vote right. here again on August 2nd because you know off year off election years we know voter turnout is obviously going to be very low and they're expecting it to be much lower for a second primary right. in the same election but no we'll see I, I think it's true and you know you don't know exactly why people are going out maybe casting those ballots but you know, I think about, you know, this, the fact that the court keeps saying, no, these maps aren't right. They're, they're still maybe too gerrymandered for mm -hmm. what some think uh, would be leaning towards Republican or Democratic voters. And so I think both sides are just looking to make sure that their voices are heard no matter what, no right. matter what those maps look like, because they still have not changed, right. which I think is an important note. Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing to note is what is included. It's always good to remind people that it's not the uh, who's going to represent Ohio at the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives. It is the state, this is whatever your, your district, local. right, your district representatives for the Ohio state and Ohio senator, um, because we already know who the national candidates are uh, going to yeah. be in a lot of those races. Uh, one more thing, one fun thing. Uh, the Bengals are teasing something. T they said be sure to stay tuned to their uh, social media. Uh, sites, their website, 10 a.m. We've got a lot of guesses. Uh, what do you guys think might be teased to want me announced today? I mean, I, I'm feeling good about a new helmet. Okay. You know, I, I heard one of the options was Jesse Bates signing a mass, massive. Con that's not 
going to happen. That's going to be dragged out into the season. He's not going to show up to training camp, and, and deservedly wow. so. Well, only you could put a damper on this fun excitement. Well, uh, this funny announcement excitement. It was one of the excitement. options when we read it earlier. And <laughs> Get we your just, down. We just need to be real. You know, he plays a you know a high contact position, and he deserves to be paid his worth True. at the value of the other safeties. So right. then that's. A whole other hang up there. Yeah. But back to the question. I think we're going to see white helmets, black stripes. Yeah, no. Oh, white helmets, black stripes. Oh. I think that's what it's going to be as well. Where's the orange? You got to go with the, you're, they're going with the snow tiger look. Yes. Wow. Imagine, imagine a helmet that looks like that with their all white, already all white Ooh, those uh, be, those jersey set. I mean, those I would think be clean. that's so clean, yes. so fresh. Yeah, because remember, it's not the play you make, it's how you look doing it. That's right. Ah. If, if, if you look good, you play good. That's how it works. That's right. If that is what happens, it, whenever that game will be, it will mark the first time the Bengals ever play a meeting, a regular season game without orange helmets. So how about that? Oh, Over wow. 50 years of football. Not official yet, but looking like it. If it does happen, maybe Joe Cool had time. some say in that. With all the the swagger he was walking That's out right. with planes, <laughs> you know. Joe Burr, exactly yeah. the, Burr, the Burr look. Well, we will have coverage uh, of that on our website uh, all morning long. We'll also have, of course, the update on Officer Knee uh, on our website and on air as well throughout the day. Um, so lots to look forward to here on this uh, Friday Junior, as it's called. Yes. <laughs> Well, that is uh, Stephen Albritton, Megan Mitchell, Fletcher Kill. Thanks for joining us on today's Daily Dose. We'll talk with you tomorrow for Friday.